Welcome to the B2B Marketing and Copywriting Podcast. I am your host, Linda Malone, certified conversion copywriter and founder of The Copyworks. In this podcast, I interview marketing and copywriting experts on all facets of, well, marketing and copy, with an emphasis on the link between the two, with a focus on creating higher conversions in your B2B business. I also include recordings from the other side of the table where I'm interviewed by the host of other podcasts and short clips of tips from yours truly on copywriting. In short, you'll find something for everyone in the marketing and copywriting B2B world. Let's dig in. One of the things that separates Conversion copywriting from other types of copywriting is the use of formulas. Now, this isn't to be confused with templates. Templates are those fill in the blank sort of mad lib things where you, you know, most of it's written out for you with gaps where you would fill in like your company or whatever. Those are, that's a whole different thing. Formulas are much more general and are, are more open to interpretation, but you have kind of a general guideline on how to write whatever the copy is um, in a way that follows a proven kind of decision-making formula uh, process. Okay. So there's, if you do a search for copywriting formulas, you probably find there's like dozens and dozens of them. So today, what I wanted to do is talk about the, the only one you really need to know. And if you can master this one, you can use it on pretty much with anything. I use this with emails. I use it with landing pages and all kinds of copy where I want people to take action, which is what copywriting is. Okay. So you've probably heard of this. It's a PAS, which stands for, and you'll see different interpretations of it, uh, problem agitation and solution. Some people um, say pain, agitate, and solve. It's the same thing. So the reason that this formula works so well is for one, it's easy to remember and, and two, it's, it's effective and you can use it for pretty much anything because here's the thing, when you want to make, when your buyer wants to, or starts looking into what you offer, your product or service, think about when you are looking for a product or service yourself. There's something that motivated you or that made you think, okay, this is something I need resolved. This is a problem or I can do better or whatever it is. There's a pain point. Otherwise you wouldn't be looking. If you're happy with what you have, there's no reason to do any research and to start looking into a solution because there's no problem. So that problem though can come and go in your mind. In other words, so I was in the fitness business for a long time and people they think about like January 1st, you know, it's new year's resolution time. Okay. I'm really tired of not being able to fit into my pants or, you know, you, you know, I got on the scale and it was very alarming, you know, it's a number I'd never seen before. I never want to see again, whatever it is, there was a point that made that person, you know, start looking for a solution. But when they start looking into a solution. So maybe they're looking at gyms, they're uh, interviewing personal trainers and, and maybe diet plans. 
But whatever they're looking into, there's going to be points where they're going to say, you know what? Maybe it's not that bad. And I, I know this firsthand because I have dealt with many hundreds of clients over the years that are in, that were looking for a solution. And what happens is they forget that they're, they forget how miserable they were. And when they start thinking of things like, wow, personal trainers expensive, or I don't know if I'm going to go to this gym, or maybe they join it and they quit. The reason is they've forgotten why they were there in the first place. Okay. So that's the pain point. That's the problem. And so the thing and the reason that the problem agitation solution formula works so well is because you're going to start by reminding them about what made them start looking into this. So you start with a problem. So in the copy, uh, for, well, I'll keep going with the fitness example since I'm very familiar with that. Um, you know, for all the years I did it. So the problem could be that they went to zip up their favorite jeans and they couldn't fit into them, or they're lying on their bed, trying to put on their pants and they just can't get the zipper up. Or they went to the doctor and the doctor said, all right, we need to, we need to talk about getting your weight down, whatever it is, you want to bring that to the forefront. So, and you want to do it in a way that is painful, but not, you know, you have to, you have to know your audience. Everything I'm saying here really comes down to knowing your audience. So what is it that is going to, you know, make them remember why they, they are there. Okay. So then the next stage is the agitation. So now you've, you've kind of targeted the problem but you really want to drive that point home a bit more. So you go into more detail. And again, this really takes knowing your audience. What is What are they going through every day that reminds them that this problem is still there? So it's going to vary tremendously depending on your audience, obviously. So in the case of a fitness situation where the person has decided, or they thought they decided, I want to lose weight, and they're kind of wavering. So they're, the pain brought them to maybe your website, if that's a product that you sell, but then how will you continue to make them realize that this, this is not going to get better on its own. And that's the point of the agitation. So you really get into the details of their situation. So in my fitness business, I would describe, and it, my business was target, targeted for women. So it was lying on the bed, trying to zip up your pants, or if it was a fitness thing, you know, being, getting on the floor with your kids or your grandkids and being unable to get back up, anything that they tell you is an issue. You want to make sure you include that in there and you, you want to get them frustrated, but not to, you know, you, you have to kind of use some of your common sense. Like if you are actually talking to somebody, you want to drive it home to the point where they're going, okay, all right, I get it. But you don't want to make them really upset over it because now you're going to provide them with the solution. So that's the whole idea is people say, well, I don't really want make, you know, make people feel bad. Well, you're making them feel bad so that you can show them that there is a way out. But if you don't remind them of this pain point, they will continue to think, that maybe they didn't have a problem to begin with until the whole cycle continues again. So you want to capture them 
with the way that you, know, you really want to like stir the pot on what their experiences are, what their problem is. If it's for ex another example, I recently wrote some copy for a, a website developer and I spoke to his customers and I spoke to, and I did research on different blogs and, and I have a whole bunch of different ways I go about this. But for example, one person said, one day I went, logged into my website and it was all in Arabic. What happened? So she had freaked out. So I used that in the copy. So this is something that, what do you, you know, so if you don't have somebody who is keeping an eye on your website and they aren't doing these checks and balances, that is something that could happen. It did happen to somebody. So you want to be able to use these sorts of examples that really show, okay, this, this could happen. So let's take care of it. And th at that point you offer the solution or you talk to them about what they can do to resolve it. And the other thing too, is that there is another part to this. If you wanted to add a little bit, there's something called PASO, P-A-S-O, which the O would be showing them what's the outcome. And this could be in the form of a testimonial from a customer or a buyer who has used your product so that you sort of really solidify that solution. Like this is what worked for me and here's the outcome. And so this, it kind of brings it full circle. So if I wanted to continue just with the website development example, so the pain is something like, you know, that you don't have the security on your site that you want, that there's, you, you're not able to go in and make adjustments or to make changes to it on a weekend, or if your client has all of his developers in the United States. So I brought up the fact that you reach out to your developer who's in India or another country, and they're on a whole different time zone than you. And when you need something fixed that day, they're asleep. So that was sort of, that was another one of the, the points that I made. So it's, it's digging into all that. And then the solution was here's, you know, a U.S. based website developer. And then here's all the pluses of working with somebody who's in the United States. And then I presented, you know, his company as a solution. So just real quickly to review. So PAS, the most simple uh, copy conversion copywriting formula that you can use, you want to really master this. So it's, it's the problem agitation and solution. And you can also add the O at the end, which is the outcome to really drive that home. I hope you found this helpful. If you have any questions, please feel free to email me at lynda at thecopyworks.com. And until next time, we'll talk to you soon. Okay, so that wraps up today's episode. I hope you found it valuable. And if you did and you enjoyed it, please be sure to share it with friends and business associates who may find it of interest as well. Thanks so much for listening and be sure to follow me on LinkedIn or you can reach out to me through my website at thecopyworks.com and we'll talk to you soon.